you've turned on The Actors Guild, a show dedicated to improving the art of acting and auditioning. In Volume 1 of our series, we have the fortunate opportunity to sit down with Shepardin Shep Wallace. An expert in the field of acting, he will take us through his time-proven techniques for doing the best while auditioning. Enjoy. I thought it would be a good idea to come out here to the street to really get some, um, you know, feel alive, you know? Like you want to be where the action is. An actor wants to do acting and he wants to be alive. Yeah. That's like, that's at its essence is being yeah. alive. So, oh, you don't think it's going to be distracting at all? I think, I, yeah, no, I, I missed it on this one. My it's instincts pretty, were a little bit off. It's pretty mild it's, right now. I, yeah. I, I can barely hear any cars at all. I don't hear anything. I just hear, I hear being alive. That's the sound of being alive, my friend. It's also well, really hot out. It is. That sun is, whew, that's, that is scorching. Okay, well, yeah, let's yeah. go inside because I think maybe I've got the, uh, I think we got what we need now. Hello there, listeners. This season of the Actors Guild is brought to you by our good friends at the Barita Bakery in Chernusco, Italy. One of their longtime customers had this to say. Uno du panabici più riforniti di Cernusco e a mio perire, anche il più buono, consigliato assolutamente. So if you could stop by the Panifici Burrita and tell them that Actors Guild sent you. Thank you. Absolutely recommended. And we're back. Mm. Yes, thank you. Let's get into, I don't know if you want to go... Actually, all around the subject of voiceoverification. Yeah. Why don't we talk about voiceovers? Because I do some voiceover work too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I actually brought a sample of what I was working on one of my latest auditions. And all the names will be changed to uh, protect the innocent, if you will. <laughs> tell you who's not innocent. Old Shep. People will tell you some stories about Shep. I have seen some, I've done some terrible, terrible things. So voice act, voice, voice over? Voice over, it's voice acting. Okay. Really. Um, so so this is, this means it's film that's shot. It's no, 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 no. And you're adding your voice over top of it. Yep. Okay. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna do this a couple more warm ups. Okay, a few warm ups. Mm. You might recognize that one from the. Uh, I did that one with Anthony Hopkins. Because you want to get the lips all worked up, right? And Hopkins was on set one day. He was like, What is that you're doing there? And I was like, I'm like, I'm just trying to get my the blood flow to the lips. And he was like, oh, I'm shooting something with Foster later on. You know, this, this picture. He's shooting a picture with Foster. Uh, Jody, Jody Foster, I think it was called Silence of Sheep or something, I don't remember. But he went on to use it in there, where he was like, I'd like I to have was, her... I, I think I know the film you're talking about, it was Lamb of God. The Lamb of... Yeah, Lamb of... Yeah, look then, you know it, and you know that scene yeah. where he's in prison, and he's like, I'd like to eat his kidney with the fava beans and some a nice canty. He yeah. did the, he did the thing that I, that I showed him. Yeah, huh. the, the, the 
lip workout. So, so do you train people on these warm-up exercises or is this just your thing? Is this just what you do? I, I don't. Uh, I guess I could. If you I could do up, a workshop on it? I could probably do a workshop on voice acting. On, on a um, vocal warm-up. Yeah. Vocal warm-up it's workshop. a really good idea, actually. That sounds, a vocal warm-up workshop. That sounds yes, like that would sound. It's a mouthful. You only say it after the workshop. That's the irony. Cut <laughs> <laughs> uh, me up. Yes. Now, a lot of people don't realize what you get when you get these voice acting gigs, right? Your agent sends you something in the mail. It used to be in the mail. Nowadays, it's in the email. In the email. And uh, a couple different ways to say something. For instance, this is one for a political ad. Tis the, tis the season, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd say stuff about this guy for the, who's in politics, and you're going to say these, these words. And they, they give you little notes, like mocking tone. Uh-huh. Or like empathetic tone. Oh, I see that, yeah. And so I'll okay. give you an example without giving away maybe of like how I get the different tones. Okay. So let me read a sample of each one and then you can see the difference before it. But so okay. this one here was, it's not your typical fish story. Blank, blank, the guy, we're not going to say who it is, uh, he caught a big inheritance in his job in the family business, right? Huh. He's quite the, uh, you know, and then they'll say something about he likes tax cuts and likes to... I don't know, wants to kill people. Whatever they say about politicians these days, right? right. The so you say it in a, in a mocking way, I would be like, if not, I said about how this guy, you know, like something like that. Like, and this is what I sent to them. I think they really liked it. Like, he's such a good guy. It's just right? Yeah. And then, uh, and because like really that mocking. mocking big time. And then, uh, and they're like, he's done with the catch with so and so. He does not have your interest at heart. Mm-hmm. I'll say that, you know. That's Mark. Now you can do the same thing, right? It burned. It did. I feel burned. Yeah. By that. I, that's. I, I feel personally assaulted by what you just said. I believe it, and emotionally, people can only take so much of this. That's why you take breaks. But like, uh, yeah. And I apologize. You had to hear that. Let me try to win you back with empathetic, empathetic tone. Here's the same thing. Everybody. Everybody has had cancer at one point or another. I didn't write it. I'm just doing it. Right. And cancer is bad. You know what's not bad? Anybody opposing Steve Smith. Uh, we'll just we'll have to cut that part out. Where yeah, where I said Steve me. Smith. Yeah, where you said because Steve me. Smith sucks. Mm-hmm. And I understand. See, that is that's empathetic. Oh, yeah. So now the listeners going, yeah, you know what? But he cares about me. I mean, the voiceover guy. Yeah. You want them to be like, okay, yeah, but whoever he says sucks, yeah, that guy sucks, and if I, I'm voting against that dude. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you get these a lot then? Yep, pretty often. Mm-hmm. Pretty often? The auditions. Okay. The auditions for the voice acting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never, yeah. never had one, never landed one, but uh, tons of auditions. That's why I'm qualified to teach the art of auditioning. Mm. Because you've done it so I, much. I'm the Mickey Mantle of auditioning. Wow. And he was a really good baseball player. He was one of the best. Yeah. Um, also, just guy used to bring a bat. I used to bring a bat to the auditions. Just as a little, something my dad gave me when I was younger, and I just uh, for luck. But they're like, it's like, yeah. here's Mickey Mantle. <laughs> you know, that's what they say. Oh. And so in all three of the auditions I've done, I've brought the bat. Yeah. I'm kidding. It's been more than three. I I knew that. But uh, but the Mickey yeah. Mantle. Yeah, no, you I, are yeah. such a jokester sometimes. Oh yeah, that's uh, you know, life is a joke. So, it's like that's what I like to say. Helps cheer people up. Yeah, I was talking to some people who were, you know, suicide prevention month and all, and I was like, "Listen, guys, remember, life is a joke," mm-hmm. and they, they didn't really feel that much better, but I felt better for telling them that. I say, like, "Don't go killing yourself," you know? Yeah, yeah. So they go, they old Shep will go visit the vets sometimes, the, you know, 
events. Like a lot of veterans, veterinarians uh, kill themselves. People don't realize that, but a lot of them do. And veterinarians. So, yeah, yeah, the vets. Oh. Who okay. are concerned for them? So, well, they're around all those pills and stuff, and all, all you're seeing all day long is sick animals. You're like, uh, mm. maybe I'll just hang myself. Hey, you're like, Eeyore. That was my Eeyore. Oh, that yeah. was good. I couldn't even help it, right? Wow. I don't even have a tail. <laughs> I don't even have a thumb to pull the trigger on the gun in my mouth, right? Like, that's, that's Eeyore. Oops, so moving on. So, you got done plenty of auditions for voiceover. Mm-hmm. Um, so you submit your samples every time, and as soon as they like it, they call you up. Yep. And then you go into the studio. Yes. So, uh, how do you have to submit these submissions well nowadays it just has to be on an mp3 right just the, in the mp3 file format not okay. an actual mp3 like player or anything and then you send that via email or you upload it okay mm-hmm. and then they get it they review it then they call you up begging you to come in and then there's a microphone there and you stand there and you say your thing you say yeah you know oh winston's tastes good like a cigarette should you know i used to do that and uh sometimes i add they love it when you ad lib uh, do they? Not, not most. They don't love it when everybody, but for me, I think they do. Okay. I can sense it. So how can you teach people that sense, that ability to know when to ad-lib and when not to? That, that, that is it? When not everyone can have me as a backpack. Right. right? Telling them, whispering in their ear, like, do this, do that. You know, working with them. Mm-hmm. Not everybody gets that. Um, but we're, 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 we let train me, them. If I, I was to ask right now, just for like two pieces of advice, just mm-hmm. two, one and two, about how people can know the difference between when to ad lib and when not to. When when to what do they call it? Stay on script, mm-hmm. which sounds so rigid. It, uh, yeah, you know, yes. and, and when mm-hmm. to just go with the the essence, the spirit of the script, mm-hmm. if it's not the script. You know, so how, give me like two pieces of advice. How can people tell the difference between those two? They can tell the difference when there's there's a time when you're like, if the director looks at you square in the eye and says, and your heart's pounding, and he looks at you and he says, "Don't you f this up," and you know, that's when. That's when you put on your big boy pants and you wing it. You just wing it. Because you got you call his bluff. You know what I mean? That's never worked out for me. But it can happen. Otherwise, stay on script if they tell you to. So sometimes if it's a I will sometimes get a, I think sometimes and again, this is this is instinct. This is instinct. <laughs> the old Shep here, just like Shep. Not everyone understands instinct, but I try to tell it. So sometimes if it comes into that and you're, you're there and you, depending on the piece, right? The piece, the, the piece feels like sometimes if it's a, if it's a drug ad, right? On, on, on drugs or something like that on, uh, even if it's on like depressive medication and stuff, sometimes they're expecting you to stay on script because some writer worked his little heart out, you know, to get that, to put that script together, those like four lines. But when you have instincts, you know that this doesn't need to sound so serious. Maybe, maybe what these people need is a little bit of flying by the seat of your pants, happiness. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we could all use a little bit more happiness in our lives. Mm-hmm. Life's a joke. Mm-hmm. Life's a joke. That's what I tell people to make them cheer them up. Mm-hmm. Your life is a joke. Remind yourself that. That's what I tell people. So 
I, you know, there was an ad for this really crazy depressive medicine. I'm like, these people could use this. And I remember saying, like, remember. And it was like for Abilify or something. And I was like, you might want to bleep that one. But they were like, Ab- it was like, Abilify? Ab- it was like, Abilify. And I was like, because remember, your life is a joke. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's and, good. And everybody should, yeah. t- and everybody, you know, you need to be able to take a joke like you're taking your life. Right? Yeah. And it got, it, it didn't, it didn't go as well as I'd hoped. Um, but I think they're going to use it. Mm-hmm. But so that's an example of when you. I think if your instincts say do this, you need to do it. And if the director says do this, you maybe should do it. Okay. So there's that's follow your heart unless the director's telling you otherwise. Then maybe don't follow your heart. Yeah. If you really need that paycheck. 